Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like peeling an apple, but we show a lot more skin. (laughs) (laughs) My my name is Bibi Lynch. (laughs) And my name's Miranda Kane. And we have got such a great guest lined up for you today. Well, let her say who she is. Hi everyone, I'm SJ and I help single women break free from limitations of expectation, empower themselves to live lives that light them up. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, founder of Soulfully Single, it's SJ. Yay! Hello! Thank you so much for having me, ladies. So we've got a mutual friend, lovely flick, and she's she was saying, Oh my god, you got me yesterday, you got me yesterday. And she was just raving about you and about soulfully single. So tell us what soulfully single is. Soulfully single is, I guess, my work of heart. It's taken a long time coming because I was hesitant to to kind of make make everything that I'm doing about being single. But nevertheless, um, earlier in the year, I decided actually, yeah, I can, I can, I can help people with this. So it is a um, community to help women connect and empower themselves to kind of break free from the limits of expectations. Just get on with loving their lives, basically. That's what that's what it's all about. And like the soulfully angle is being as much of yourself as you can be. Is it to be, is, is the idea to stop being single or to not care that you are single or to actually go being single is the best thing? Um, I Yeah, I think the idea is to not make it a big deal, not make it your focus. Speaking for myself personally, um, long, long term, you know, I don't, I don't want to die alone or <laughs> ideally. Um, but at the same time, um, my journey has led me to a place where I am just so okay with where I'm at. And I've kind of got a trust that everything will work out. I think it's about not, again, going back to where I was, when, you, when you're kind of in that kind of zone of I have to meet someone, I have to meet someone, everything else goes on hold. And it's like, don't put your life on hold. Like life is for living. Anything could happen at any moment. Um, Get out there and live it. And actually the truth of the matter is it's more likely you're going to meet an amazing person if you're out there feeling great and being your best and loving life. That's the bottom line. So there may be people that are kind of don't want to meet someone and that's fine. But I think, and this is not from any um, stats, but I would imagine um, the majority of women who are single are hoping to meet someone at some point. But it's like make make the most of the opportunity when you just have to think about yourself and you haven't got someone else to tie in with a diary or like give a shit yeah. about basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm always it's like. A lot of my friends are like, "Oh, how can you travel?" Like they, someone asked me the other day, "Or oh, what's it like traveling alone?" And it's like it's like traveling with someone else, but you don't have to worry about what they want to do. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Exactly. It's yeah. tra- traveling holidays on my own is like my thing. Like, don't get me wrong, some holidays are great with other people. Yeah. Actually, not having to say, "Oh, so what? What do you want to do tomorrow? And do yeah. you want to do? Oh, you want to do this? Oh, okay, we'll have to do that." And you know, like you can just get up and go you don't have to plan you can change your mind in the instant yeah, yeah. oh wow. how much can you how much can you afford for a holiday yeah like, just you get just, your time off and blah, 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 blah. just book the flight and go yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck i'm out that, Miranda? <laughs> see you in a month 
So I've started manifesting mainly because um, I've run out of every other option to make my life good. So I've just decided to manifest. I don't even know what it means, but I'm doing it with a lot of conviction. I thought you were going to say you've run out of every other travel option. Like you just manifest. Like <laughs> just behind manifest. a mirror. If someone when says I was little, five times I, inside of a mirror, then you just manifest. When I was little, I really, really believed in um, flying carpets. And I'd always be like, um, oh, I'm in Brixton. I really wish there was a flying carpet because I could just get home to Battersea. I mean, when I say little, like when I'm young, I mean about five <laughs> years ago. But anyway, my point is, SJ... The whole, I love this, like soulfully single. And it's like, and I love what you say. It's like, basically that is the place to be before you're going to get your best relationship. You know, you love loving yourself. And then of course, you know, all the great stuff's going to um, be attracted to you. But in that whole law of attraction stuff, which may or may not be true, I don't know, but I know people swear by it. Isn't there something about if you focus on something, even in a positive way, that that maintains. So if we're talking about being single and it's great to be single and it's the word single, 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 single the universe keeps thinking you're going to be single. Yeah, that's so interesting you said that. And that is kind of why that what I was saying at the beginning where I said I was hesitant to kind of like label use it. Use the word. But yeah, use the word and put everything into it. But the the bottom line is people are ticking, literally ticking boxes on forms to say that they're single. It's like people are asking. It's, a, it's something that's always out there. So in order to create the community, in my position, I kind of had to put that label on it so people knew where to come. But once you're kind of in the zone, we're not really talking about being single. Like I've just recently written a Thrive Guide to, to download from my website. And kind of, I, I intro it. And then I say, you won't hear the word single again in the next 15 pages, because it's not about that. It's, it really is about a self. It's about yeah. self, a soul and self. And you're absolutely right in, in the theory of the law of the law of attraction. It's kind of like whatever you're putting, whatever you're thinking about and whatever you're putting out there is what you're going to attract. But I guess once you're in the community, you, you're not thinking about being single. That's coming out of your mind. What you're thinking about is what, you know, what do you want to come into it? For example, what do you want to happen in the next six months? I'd really love to go on holiday or I'd really love to get a new job or I'd really love to try singing or get this hobby or whatever. And it just, it, what, what it's actually doing is taking the focus away from being single. So when you say, because when you say it's a community, is it like um, a forum board or like people have their own profiles? Like what sort of thing? If I sign up, what do I see? It's evolving. It's evolving kind of literally as we speak. So in historically, it was, um, it started as an event and it turned into a Facebook group prior to COVID. And then um, when COVID happened, I changed my plan with it. And what we did is we had a community and we a kind of check-in space on Facebook for people that were isolating, well, for anyone that was single, but particularly for people who were isolating alone. And I started running um, Soulfully Single Saturday Socials, which ran um, throughout the, the, the main bit of lockdown. And people would come in and we'd kind of just be like, yeah, how was your week? it was shit. It was not shit. Oh, this happened. That happened. Whatever it might be, highs and lows of lockdown, basically. And then um, since then, I've been kind of working on its evolution. It's going live very soon. I'm taking the community off Facebook. It's going to a dedicated platform where the benefits are going to be. I'm still going to be running the social and other events as part of the community. But also, you can. there's going to be a directory. Individuals who are in the community 
can set up groups of their own. So you can therefore then find singles in your area or with the same interests to communicate with either online or IRL um, when COVID allows us to, um, which I think is like a really important element of it because one of the issues with being single, I find, and I know that a lot of my community have found, is that, you know, your friends, when you get to a certain age, your friends are kind of like, you know, with partners or they have families and kids and stuff like that. And as much as you may still be tight and, you know, WhatsApping every moment, they don't, they don't have the availability or the time to be able to kind of think, Hey, like, fuck it. It's Tuesday. Let's go meet for a glass of wine or, you know, what it all, Oh my God, actually we're both working remotely. Why don't we go to Jamaica and work for a month or whatever it might be. They're just in a different situation. So, um, my vision for it is to create, to, to go global and help people to single people in their area to have hang out with and make friendships and support each other and all the good stuff. But then what happens if you meet someone? You lose all those <laughs> wow. people. You're done. You're out. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> question. I mean, I haven't thought about the offboarding as such yet. I would imagine that um, you can still keep your connections, um, but, you know, you have a hopefully fantastic partner as well yeah I mean that sort of thing is it, it's it's about meeting friends and those friendships that can elevate your confidence and your life so you know that that would I guess carry on to when you've got a partner or if you get a partner or something absolutely exactly. I think it's what yeah you might yeah. not want to stay you know if you meet a partner you might not want to stay in the community yeah. but if you've already connected with people those friendships are already there and in place and you know whilst whilst you are single it's about like enriching your life and you know to put it really simply like just communicating with people that get it yeah. you know what I mean like sometimes people are so out of the zone of having to do everything by themselves and live on their own and, you know, be in that mindset or emotional space or whatever it might be. Single life is bloody challenging. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Honestly, so so this morning I went to see two, um, I'm trying to find somewhere to live, went to see two flats that were honestly depression made from brick. You know, they were so, so awful. And so, and as I was walking back, crying in the rain, I mean, literally, I was that person that like, you couldn't see because it was raining. I was just like, this is so awful, so awful. And partly my head was, I'm doing this on my own. I'm doing this on my own. Yeah. It's on my, and it's things like that that are just, it's the energy you have to be, to have, to live life fully on your own is extraordinary. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I've so, you know, the moving house thing is like such a good example because it's kind of a lot of it is emotional energy and kind of having to make decisions on your own, et cetera. There's all of that turmoil and it's just, it's just you. And yes, you can phone a friend, but it's, you know, it's not the same as doing it with someone else. But then on top of that, when it comes to moving day, bloody hell, like if I, if I had a pound for every time I'd lugged something, my body weight up four <laughs> flights of stairs, do you know what I mean? Like seriously, it's, it, it's, yeah. I've done some miraculous stuff as a single woman. Let's be that much, way. How much does the mirror weigh? 
must have, um, must want to get rid of that. It's pretty bloody heavy. heavy yeah. burden. <laughs> <laughs> What's the mixture like? So, like, do you find it's more predominantly fem- like females, or do you get men as well? Like, it is only females at the moment. <laughs> it is only females. Yes, female identifying. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I've had some ideas which may come into ve- development to open up the space or potentially open up a different space and have a let's say bridge between the two but at the moment I am just um why focused. do you think that like because to me it doesn't make sense so I run events as well and a lot of them mm. are for single people and again it is very much at 80 20 percent women that come mm. and I'm tr- and I've tried loads of things to get the men involved and you know but it just seems to me like we've got this terrible um juxtaposition where we've got horrific suicide rates for men in from their early 30s to their 40s and the feeling that they feel lonely and they can't talk to anyone and at the same time when you say here's an event for you here's somewhere where you can come alone and they just they just don't they feel too scared to come to come alone like why do you think I mean I mean you sorry that's a big question I suspect but (laughs) no no I have got I have got thoughts on it though I have got thoughts on it definitely Mm. I think um first of all I I I think that spaces are opening up for men to communicate about mental health and and wellness and things like that. And I think, um, I I don't know, I mean, again, this is not based on stats, but the energy I'm feeling is that men are slowly opening up to those kind of things and understanding vulnerability and that self-care is important, et cetera, et cetera. Um, From my from what I'm doing, it's definitely something I would like to evolve into. But when I set this up, it was about who do I know I can help? You know, what, what do I, what do I know that I've got to give? And it kept, when it came, it's, it was single women that are my people because I've like, I've lived it for so long and I've overcome so many hurdles. And actually I'm in a space now where I really am loving my life. Like I've literally never been happier. And that doesn't mean that I want to be single forever, but I'm not dependent or reliant on a relationship not waiting for the white knight to come along and rescue you yeah exactly so i i think that's why i went with the 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 kind of limitations that the group does have it on it on it at the moment but absolutely i mean i'm not close to opening up to men or offering something for men and i definitely think that you know if someone else was going to do it that would be a fantastic idea you know why why not it doesn't just because you're a man doesn't mean that you know, you're not having all the problems moving house as well, or, you know, sitting on your sofa thinking FML in the same way that often we do. (laughs) What kind of um, age range of of, um, female identifying do you have? It's quite a it's quite a big mix actually in terms of I mean at the moment as I say the um, the new platform isn't online yet I'm not sure when this is going live but it's not online as of today within the Facebook group and my Instagram following it's mostly thirties um, and early forties um, and I think that's because you kind of being single in your twenties feels a bit different mm. I think I don't know if you'd agree with that ladies but it, yeah. you know when you're in your twenties you, you're in no rush and and partic- and also I think there's a difference in kind of of the generations as well we you know 20 years ago was a completely different space when I was 20 it was a completely different space to what 20 year olds are in now so I think what what the community offers is what people who are I guess who are like oh shit that fairy tale isn't hasn't happened uh what do I do that's that's who the space is for it's not for mm-hmm. the people who haven't got to 
the oh shit place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miranda, let me read you these, um, these questions from SJ Sykes. I love this. I, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to sit you down and make you tell us how to do it, right? And I'm not even joking. <laughs> Mary, get your, Mary, get your pen out. Okay. Um, so these are some statements that are on the site and I'm like, I just love that. What if you become a version of yourself who creates a life so special it makes what you thought you wanted seem really small? Brilliant. What if you feel so fulfilled and so self-assured that you aren't relying on a relationship? Fabulous. How about you get a crystal clear idea, I guess, on what you need from a partner and are totally ready for real love when it comes along? Hashtag no more drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and imagine if you healed the hurt, harnessed your magic and became, I'm going to say fucking, even though it's against my, you know, I don't like to swear, <laughs> fucking <laughs> magnetic <laughs> to everything that's good for you. And that's what Soulfully Single offers. And how? A, I love all of those. B, how? As a, well, I guess I mean it, it sounds like it sounds like a, a a big a big ask, doesn't it, or a big thing? And it, and it is. It's huge. Um, the how is about, in really simplistic terms, as I said right at the beginning, focusing back to yourself, focusing back to yourself, and clocking yourself. And I, I guess it's the whole thing is based on my own journey of discovery and. I re- you know, I got to kind of an all time though for various reasons. When I when I was there, I kind of realised, do you know what? This isn't actually anyone's fault, and it's not my fault. So I'm not saying it's my. This is kind of a conversation with myself. It's not my fault, but actually, I'm not changing it. I'm not doing anything to change it. You know, I'm like I'm just doing the same stuff, feeling for want of a way of putting it, sorry for myself, but what am I doing to feel different? So all of that stuff that you just read out, um, and I've never actually heard anyone read it back to me before. And it did actually like, it did actually give me tingles if I'm honest. It, that might be my voice. I've got a very <laughs> it, lovely, it might be, very I mean. lovely timbre. Miranda <laughs> loves it. You know, when you, when you can focus on yourself and I'm not saying it's quick, it's not a quick fix and it's, and it, it may well not be easy, but when you put the time into yourself and, and when I say self, I guess I'm referring to, to soul really. And you, and you connect back with that and you connect back to your essence and what really is you need and what makes you feel good and all of that stuff that it, it happens step by step. It happens like you coming back to rather than focusing on like, okay, as love, for example, I, 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 want, a, I want a boyfriend, I want a husband, I want a partner because I want to be loved and I want to be in love and blah, 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 blah. One of the things that I, and it's so simple, one of the things that I uh, clocked in myself, it was like, well, actually, I've got so much love around me that I'm just, I'm batting it off. You know, what about the great family that I have? And I realize not everyone has this, the same situation as me, but what about the fantastic family about that I loved? What about um, my friends who are supportive and always there for me? And I was like choosing not to see them. Yeah, I was choosing not to see them. I was choosing to like sit on my sofa, swiping apps, you know, yeah. crying about the fact that, you know, no one wants me. And it's like, but actually, what if I took that time <laughs> and just went and hung out with my nephew? Or do you know what I mean? And actually, when you get, it's, it's all about energy. It's all about energy. And when you start just choosing to put, you know, I could talk about choosing your energy and that is possible, but actually to start with, choose where to put yourself in energy. Do you know what I mean? Put yourself in the, in spaces that are going to make you feel good. And once you start doing that, 
you know, you lift your vibe and then it's like you're in a better position to think, okay, well, I'll do this instead of that. And I'll, you, you know, you make better decisions, better choices and choice by choice, everything changes. It can be sort of like, um, for me, it feels like it's a bit like, forgive me for saying this, but um, a bit like uh, neuro-linguistic programming. So what I basically know about NLP in a very basic way, having heard a podcast by Jimmy Carr, <laughs> was that like, if you think about what your what your goal is, so it's like, for me, it's like, well, I like traveling. So I was always put off traveling for years because I always thought, but I've got no one to go with. I want to go with a partner. So it's always like a struggle to find a partner just to go, to see the pyramids or to, you know, to go to America. And it's like, well, what do I actually want? Do I want a partner or do I want to travel? And the moment I realized and what I want to do is just travel and get out there was for me that moment to that clicked where it's like, I don't, I'm not looking for a partner. I'm looking for a, a friend or a travel buddy, or I'm just looking for an excuse to not go and not do these things. Do you do you have a sort of like piece of advice that you would give to people? So I see loads of people who are doing the same things where they're very put off from doing something. Oh, I'd go if I had someone to go with. Do you have a piece of advice for anyone who's, who's in that kind of position that needs to realize that uh, they can do it by being single and then not waiting for Mr. Mr. Right to come along? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I've got to say, it's not necessarily going to feel easy, Hmm. but, everything starts with pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. So if it is, for example, if you want to, you know, go to Egypt and see the pyramids, but you've never traveled on your own and that feels like it's just absolutely impossible, um, you know, go to some kind of uh, activity event on your own. You know, get into the space of like trying things on your own because actually what happens when you start doing that, not only do you feel more confident just because you you've done it whether you whether it was easy or not you've done it but actually what what often happens is that you meet someone there or you have a conversation or you think oh god yeah actually that was quite nice or whatever whatever and just ease your ease yourself in gently I mean I'm all for jumping in at the deep end with those kind of things to be honest and if you if you feel confident to do that absolutely go for it you know jump on a plane <laughs> but <laughs> if if that feels like a bit too much yeah take take small versions of it and just open yourself up to more really that's a really good piece of advice yeah just start off small because you always think right these are the big things that I want to achieve but actually if you just start off small and going to a to one of your events or to a meet up then yeah you've always got that piece of knowledge in your back pocket to go well I've been there I've been somewhere by myself <laughs> yeah. on me. yeah just 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 to add just a, a little thing in terms of because I know this is kind of what goes through people's minds if you are going to the event often what people are going to be oh my god what am I going to say like I and don't get me wrong, I can't I'm not a fan of networking either like hi I'm SJ like it's, I don't love it either but think in advance of like conversation openers I know this sounds like really like a uh, cringe but actually it will help when you get there. It will, it will calm the nerves. And if you can think, okay, what, what's something I could ask someone or what's something I could comment on if I see it and stuff like that in advance, mm-hmm. you're not then there kind of rabbit in the heads like, like, oh my God, I can't, you know, it's a room full of people and I'm on my own. And I don't know what to say and no one's talking to me. You've got things you can pull out to kind of walk over to someone and, and say or ask. Maybe what's your best conversation starter? The Apple one. I did it earlier. 
I did it earlier. That was good. That was How good. How do you slice right? your apples? Ask, asking for free mirrors. <laughs> I did it earlier. No, it didn't. Nothing, nothing worked for me. I've got, um, I think a part of the problem, I think a big problem, big part of the problem is, um, and not that it's a problem being single, but is perception and is the, is the societal take on people that are single. And so I think that's the issue. So I think what's great, and I, I, I don't have children. I write a lot about um, pronatalism, like worshipping at the altar of parenthood. And a lot of the problem with that is you can kind of find peace within yourself about it. And I love what you're saying. Of like, rec- I love what you said about that, recognising the love that is there, because it's so often negated. It's often seen as, you know, not there, there's like a hierarchy of love there isn't and but that's you know that's that's something that happens um but with pronatalism and you know part of the thing for me is yeah you could I I have often got to a stage where I'm like okay I'm grieving but I'm okay and I can see lovely things around me and this is kind of okay and then something comes in from outside and it's so it's it's how you feel about your situation and how you're told you should feel about your situation or worse than that how you're told what you are because of your situation and I do you agree that that's an issue with being single you know that that's one of the problems of being single absolutely absolutely and I um I thought you were going to ask me loads of questions about sex and I was really anxious before I came on here but I'm really <laughs> loving the way the conversation's going but because of that I kind of thought around this point and I think um I definitely think what well, I agree with what you're saying I think there's kind of an there's a there's almost it's almost like a peer is probably the wrong word but there's kind of a pressure I think on single people that it's almost like kind of like a sex in the city vibe. Like, you know, you're this, this, or you're this, you know, you're crazy and you're having like sex with randoms every weekend, or you're like crying yourself to sleep at night because you're super frigid or you're whatever, whatever. And it's like, it's just not like that. It's, it's just, it's just not like that. And I think, um, there's definitely an expectation. And I think what, what I hope things will change into is single women and people knowing that a relationship doesn't define them they they don't have to be having sex to validate themselves or know that they're attractive or know that they're good at it or prove that they like it do you know what I mean like often you know not having sex is the better choice it's not because you don't love it or you're not good at it or you're frigid you know for various reasons which would be a whole nother episode you know sometimes it's it's not the one and I think also in terms of kind of you know showing up without a plus one at weddings or you oh, know man. Christmases etc cetera, etc cetera, where you know the the standard questions of like you know what's going on with your love life and all that kind of thing it's like come on I'm not asking you about your marriage and let's face it the grass is not always greener well this is what this is what amazes me about the whole um the peer pressure thing and the thing of you know it's 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 basically failure if you're single, isn't it? It's seen like that. The mm. whole kind of smug couple thing is, is, you know, that's there for a reason, that that description. Well, I don't know many couples who are having a great time right now. And that's yeah. not just because of the pandemic, you know. And I, I and, and then part of the problem is, it's that thing again of if you've had children, you didn't, and you kind of wish you hadn't had your children. There's apparently loads of websites about that kind of stuff. And that's never said because you can't say, obviously you can't say that. But what that does then is that means that people that aren't in your situation, that don't have kids or that are single are inadvertently shining a light on, um, on your life and your Mm -hmm. happiness therein. And that seems to get people kind of angry. Yeah. Fuck (laughs) them. 
anyway. <laughs> but it's but it's so I, weird because it's like it's like you're saying to someone, you know, you're you're making someone feel like shit because they they're not they haven't gone down the hellhole route you have. Yeah. So no, no, absolutely. And I think it's it's almost like I, you know, I get from I mean, not from my close, close people, but sometimes you just get a vibe of like and it, it goes it goes both ways. Sometimes people kind of give you give you the attitude of like, oh, you're so lucky because you can do whatever you want whenever you want. And that is the pro of it. Do you know what I mean? That is the pro, but they're missing the whole piece around everything else. Um, or you get a vibe like, oh my God, poor you. Look at my life um, with my husband and my kids or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but I know for a fact it can't be rosy every day. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, so. Yeah, I, but he's DMing I, me. Yeah. <laughs> often, I mean, not me personally, but I mean, often that is the case. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah. And I think maybe, maybe it's from curiosity because so many people haven't had a, like a chunk of life being single. Mm. You know, I've had like, most of my life I've been single. Yeah, so how you long know? have you been single, do you think? I mean, literally most of my life. I've had relationships. I mean, they were the, the longer ones were when I was was quite a lot younger. When I look back on them, they were very unstable, quite unhealthy, um, all of that stuff. So I guess through my 30s and into my now, and more recently I've had some really nice relationships, but they haven't kind of been going anywhere for just because we're in different plate stages of life. So really, I I can't really speak on having a person solidly there for me. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't have any experience of that. The, the longer relationships that I had, as I say, I was younger, life was completely different. I've never lived with anyone. Yeah. So I don't know what it's like to kind of feel like someone has got my back and is in team with me all the time. I just know how to do it for myself. And that's what makes you fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, Miri, yes. what's your, I've never really talked to you about this, but what's your, how long have you in your life you've been single? Have you had lots of long-term relationships? No, no, no. I'm the same. I think I think me and SJ are the same person because we do our apples the same. <laughs> I think we feel the same way about singlehood, which is, you know, long, longer term relationships in sort of like early 20s. Yeah. And then I think I spent the 20s looking for a, looking for my white knight to rescue me. But I think that was what I was looking for. I didn't believe in myself. So yeah. I was always waiting. And this was my thing. Like, you know, I said, uh, like, I don't know whether... Did I ask you this earlier? Like the the thing that made you this was my switch, basically. So, but my switch was I got to my I got to my 30th birthday. I was dumped, dumped on my 30th birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he was a cunt. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, and then I but I thought, right, oh my God. Oh, phew, I found it. So and we'd only be going out for a few months, but I was like, oh, thank God I found someone before I'm thirsty. <laughs> and then I can get on and do everything. And He's going to help me do all the things. And then I realized, you know, sitting there crying at midnight. And I was like, he's not. No one is. No one that I have found as a partner, as friends. Yes. And again, the same as you, SJ, when you were saying you'd missed all this love that was around you. And I'd missed all my friends saying you should go into comedy. You should start writing. And then suddenly sort of like the realization that there was, there wasn't going to be a man. There wasn't going to be someone who would help me find a lovely flat, help me find the job I always wanted. It was like, I have to do this myself. So let's crack on because you've wasted 10 fucking years, you stupid cow. Let's get on and fucking <laughs> do it. So, so that's what I've... But I, I do think that I've 
I feel now like so my question to you SJ was going to be would you have preferred to spend to have spent the last 10 years in a relationship or the last 10 years like being single but building up this life nice but yeah and this is this is the thing if you'd have asked me four years ago I'd be like oh my god my life is shit I hate everything about it why can't I just meet someone but I honestly and I mean this from the bottom of my heart now and it, and I guess this is why I have kind of the the trust and the faith piece and the whole universe thing going on because I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything Mm. Because I'm now in, I'm now in a place. All of everything you just said, everything you just said. But I'm what? How? How fucking powerful yeah. is it to know that you can do it all by yourself? Exactly. You are. So, always you only need someone to enhance your life. You don't yeah. need anyone to like get through it. You're good anyway. So what can you bring that's going to make it better? And I'm going to hopefully bring something to your world that's better. Um, but if that's not happening, I'm good. Thank. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, you know, like, I love that. And people don't get there. People that got married, not everyone, not everyone. I'm not, I'm not judging all relationships, but I'm sure there's many people who haven't even fathomed the concept of doing things on their own. Like they got married whenever ago. They haven't had the time, the space to yeah. grow, evolve, learn about themselves, think about alternatives they haven't had any of that and I've had like a straight 20 years yeah. <laughs> to decide who the fuck I am who I want to be honestly we could not have spoken to you on it I'm gonna cry we could not have spoken to you on a better day I've, I was having such an awful morning and feeling so awful about everything you made me feel so much better so thank you oh brilliant God. I'm so it's pleased. honestly because it's really um I think it's really powerful I mean I I get you know yeah I I, I joke that um you know meeting someone will be plan b and now it's just you know someone rich and stupid and now it's just the plan and of course it's not <laughs> you know it's of course it's not and and I love that I've you know discovered who I am I and mean, I've had a lot of time to do that um you know when you hear those awful stories where there's a couple and then um, and the man dies and then the woman's like I've never even signed a check before yes mm-hmm. I was just about I don't to yeah yes. I don't even yeah. know how to you know sort the broadband it's like that's that blows my mind yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you mean, know, Australia can end up living together like the fucking golden girls. I mean, this is as lovely as this is. And Flick. <laughs> that makes Flick cool. as well. And Juliet. Jesus. We're like the Nolan. Back to you, I'm Colleen. Oh, dear. Um, so, and you've also, SJ, this is honestly, I find it, it's, I love talking to you. So, you've also got life with soul mentoring. Does that come into Soulfully Single or is that an, an added extra? It, yeah, I mean, it's, I've kind of um, separated it out slightly because it's open to people who aren't single. Um, and going back to what I was saying about the, the work is really about self. So, the things that I'm, I'm putting out there within the Soulfully Single community can be taken on by anyone. So, um, kind of, if you have a look around my website, the life is with Soulfully separate but it's it's for it's for the soul it's for for it's for my soulfully single girls but you can also tap into it and it's open to you if you're not single as well it's all about um soul and self really and finding out who you are one of my favorite quotes ever and it's on the website somewhere is find out who you are and do it on purpose 
Dolly Parton, the legend. <laughs> oh, Dolly. Yes, Dolly. Yes, Dolly. Dolly. And what um, is your website, just for everyone? Yeah. Um, so the website is under me. It's at beingsj.com. That's mm-hmm. being as in human being, beingsj.com. <laughs> and within that, you can find um, all the Soulfully Single information. Love and Miranda, it. this is going to annoy you because you and I, yeah, you and I have allowed SJ to come on our podcast. Guess what she's launching? What? A podcast! Yes. No! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> When's that happening? That is going live on the 11th of November. And what's and that you, called? It's called The Soulfully Single... No, it's actually called Soulfully Single, The Podcast. Okay. That's the detail. Um, it's, the tagline is single and soulful as fuck. Um, <laughs> just to distinguish me from any religious... Um, operations that happen <laughs> but yeah it's gonna get into um the highs the lows you know the good bad and ugly of being single and it's really there to let people know that they're not alone and um encourage maybe inspire and yeah just share my story and share stories of others and that's key finding your tribe whatever your issue is if it's not an issue but whatever your situation is there's and it's it's unbelievably powerful and stupidly powerful that whole thing if you're not alone mm-hmm. that's just in, it's sure. incredible isn't it and I think with the singles it really is a thing because there's so many of us but it because of all the stuff we've talked about all the societal stuff and it's kind of like no one really wants to put their hand up and say I'm single I'm single it's really difficult to find each other mm. yeah to find each other and that's why I've kind of taken this community off Facebook and I've got it on this dedicated platform because as much as I feel like I've got loads to give people you you know, I can't meet up, meet up with you, with everyone on a Wednesday night for a glass of wine, but there might be like five people in your area that can, you know, and yeah. that's, that's what I think is, is a really important piece. Lovely. Love it, love it, love it. Love oh. it. Well done, SJ. That sounds that sounds great. And I hope it, your big launch and your new platform works out really well. Aww. Thank you so much, ladies. I could speak to you every day. I feel like um, <laughs> your, your, WhatsApp, your WhatsApp group must be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> when you get, when you get your app, you start with your app. Within 10 minutes of having a wine with you, we can do that. <laughs> Wasn't she brilliant? Really inspiring. Really good. And it's so nice to hear people that are talking about being single, but it's not come with a, right, I'm being single, uh, and here's how you can meet other people. Here's how you can <laughs> date other people. Not that I've got anything against that, but it's just like, yeah. I feel like that kind of reflected my own experiences of being single yeah. for like 33 years, of just being like, yes, you've just got to get out and experience the world. And a partner was there. I loved what she was saying about how a partner should enhance your life and not mm. be there to to save it or to you know to make you do what you're you should be doing with your life anyway do you think um if you and i got together it would work god no okay <laughs> Wait, isn't uh, this isn't this together I, don't, I mean this is my longest relationship <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd be able to find a better flat so i think <laughs> <laughs> rather than a tin box on wheels and a ratchet. I mean, and more than, one, more than one apple between us a month. <laughs> and a bit of coal at Christmas. <laughs> oh, delicious. Um, 
Yeah, I loved her. I loved SJ. Super inspiring and really, um, and also, I, do you know what I love? Not earnest, not yeah. kind of pious, just really like, you know, keeping it real, real deal. I love real deal. Guess yeah. what? Well, I'm BB Lynn. I'm Miranda Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols from Metro.co.uk. And what a job she's doing. Oh, it's Look good. at her. Look she at her. Put up with us ones. Yeah, both uh, our mics are down. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with a triple X at the end. And also on Instagram, which is just Good Sex, Bad Sex. Um, and if you have a sexy question or a query or a topic you'd like us to talk about, um, Miranda won't be able to because I'm the intelligent one. Um, go get in touch. At, in, oh, are you swallowing? You're right. Yeah, I'm okay. fine. Sure. I'm at info at sex. I'm at info at <laughs> and I'm at the pub. But we shall still see you all next week. God willing.